0: Welcome to Devotions for Worship, where we meditate on the appointed scripture readings for the upcoming Sunday. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Thank you for being with me today. I know that I've been slack on getting these devotions posted over the last few weeks, and I apologize for that. Part of the reason I feel bad about that is that there is something important going on uh, in in the lectionary. There's a change that takes place in in the appointed readings for any given Sunday during the Easter season. And the change is this. Instead of an Old Testament lesson, we read from the book of the the Acts of the Apostles, more commonly referred to by the shorter name, Acts. Uh, The reason for this is that Acts shows us the disciples' ministry of preaching about Jesus' resurrection. They actually did the work that Jesus gave them to do, forgiving and retaining sins, preaching repentance and forgiveness in his name, and testifying that Jesus had truly risen from the dead. Let's take a look at the reading. It's from Acts chapter 13, verses 11 through 21, and I'm going to be reading it from the English Standard Version translation. While he clung to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astounded, ran together to to them in the portico called Solomon's. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people, men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety, we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. And by his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given the, the man this perfect health in the presence of you all. And now brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance as did your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of the prophets that this Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Well, just like our, our gospel reading yesterday, this reading picks up midstream in a story and we need to open up our Bibles to find out what is going on. Why is some guy clinging to Peter and to John? What are they talking about that this person has been healed and made able to walk? So we turn to Acts chapter 3, 1 through 10 to find out. At the beginning of Acts chapter 3, we find Peter and John headed to the temple at the hour of prayer. There was worship and prayer going on at the temple. Remember that the Christian faith flows out of the Jewish faith. And many of the practices of public worship and prayers, along with some of the devotional traditions that we cherish today, come to us out of Judaism. So as Peter and John approached the temple, they met a man who was lame. He couldn't walk, couldn't work, couldn't provide for himself anything. In fact, the text tells us that people carried him to the temple to beg for money. So when he sees Peter and John, he begs them to give them some money. Instead, Peter says, I have no silver or gold, but what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they help the man up, and all of a sudden, he can walk. He can leap. And he praises God for being healed. This is who is clinging to Peter and John. This is who the crowds see walking. And this is why the people are utterly astounded. And this is also why the people are ready to listen to Peter, who jumps on the opportunity to give glory to God. I love the way he says this. Why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety, we have made him walk? He's saying, this isn't about us at all. It's about God, however. And God did this through the name of Jesus, the Holy and Righteous One, the author of life, The leaders and the crowds put him to death, but God raised him up as proof that he is the one in whom we are to trust. Now, notice how this connects with our gospel lesson. It's not just that Peter and John are Jesus' witnesses, but they also call the crowds to repent that their sins might be blotted out. Jesus charged the disciples to preach repentance and forgiveness as his witnesses to the resurrection. And that's exactly what they're doing. Meditate on this today. Jesus' death and resurrection lead us to repentance and forgiveness. Jesus' salvation gives us forgiveness, and we live differently because of his forgiveness. I realized, uh, I I use that word meditate quite regularly in these devotions, and I I should probably pause from time to time and explain what I mean by that. In Eastern religions like Buddhism and and Hinduism, meditation is usually equated with clearing one's mind or emptying oneself of feelings, emotions, and thoughts. Christian meditation is different. God does not want us to empty our minds. He wants to fill our minds with his word and his love. My favorite image of, of Christian meditation is that it's, it's like daydreaming about someone that you love. It isn't difficult, it, it isn't unpleasant, or, or at least it shouldn't be, or it wouldn't be if, if we weren't sinners. It, it's simply allowing God's word to work in our minds so that it influences the way that we think and act. Because we are sinners though, sometimes meditation takes some discipline and guidance. And I hope that these devotions kind of help with that. They they give you a direction, some some things to kind of put in your mind, and, and and maybe you can just kind of let them kind of roll around. And what I really hope rolls around a lot is that Jesus' salvation gives us forgiveness, and that we live differently because of that forgiveness. So thinking about God's word leads us to prayer. It's Like conversation, Uh, someone speaks and we respond. In God's word, God speaks to us, so we respond to him in prayer. So let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your servants, Peter and John, for their testimony about Jesus' resurrection and their proclamation of repentance and forgiveness in Jesus' name. Forgive us for our hesitance to speak about Jesus. And please shape our hearts and minds so that we become people of repentance who live in your forgiveness day by day. As we trust in Jesus for our salvation, please give us your Holy Spirit so that we too will speak of all our Lord has done to save us from sin and death. It's in his name that we pray today and always. Amen. The memory verse for this week is 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. I'll read it through um, uh, once and then I'll I'll, I'll break it into some chunks and you can repeat after me. So let me read it through once for you. See what kind of love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. 1 John 3, verse 1. All right, ready? I'll break it up. See what kind of love the Father has given to us. See what kind of love the Father has given to us. That we should be called children of God, and so we are. That we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us, the reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him, is that it did not know him. 1 John 3, verse 1. 1 John 3, verse 1. Thank you so much for using devotions for worship. I pray that our time together has blessed you and given you something to meditate on, some reminder of God's grace to rattle around in your brain for you to daydream on for the rest of the day. Would you do me a favor? If you got something out of this devotional time, would you like and or share it on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you do your social media? That would help me get the word out and hopefully help these devotions be a blessing to others. Thanks again, and God bless you.